Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. Drag Race UK Season 2 is finally here! <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Well, today I feel like on United Queendom we have come full circle. I'm Ed Dyson <laughs> and I'd like to introduce my co-host who knows a thing or two about coming in a full circle, Sam Dowler. <laughs> Thank you. It's like one of those biscuit games where everybody comes on a biscuit and then, uh, and then the loser has to eat it. Did you ever play that? I think that was just in your family. We used to just watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> that was just Christmas. That was just Christmas Day. <laughs> we couldn't afford turkey, so we had to do jerky. <laughs> <laughs> and it's descended already, as ever. Uh, <laughs> so, Sam, this is actually your first ever Drag Race UK recap. <gasps> oh my god, it is! And do you know what? I feel like we. I feel like we've done about eighteen thousand series in, like, in between. In about six months, yeah. <laughs> we've, we've crammed a lot in, but we're good at that. Uh, but when we launched this, well, not we, when I launched this show in October 2019, you weren't part of it originally. I know we don't talk about I this, wasn't. but you weren't. It, it was myself and the um, fabulous Charlie Valentine, who I want to say happy birthday to, by the way. He just turned 30. Oh, happy birthday, Charlie. Happy birthday. Um, it, I think that's a showbiz age and he's actually 45, but still, happy birthday, all the same. Oh my God, I'm 25 <laughs> then, honey. And I'm 21, but enough about my IQ. <laughs> um, but when we launched the show back then, I honestly thought we would just do like the, the series, the Drag Race UK series one. And I was so surprised by the response on the week one. Uh, we got way more downloads than I expected and lots of you guys got in touch and it was... Um, um, mostly death threats, but still, it's great to hear from the <laughs> listeners. And, no. and don't don't forget don't forget the shit in the post. <laughs> but that was just and, from that was just from me because I wasn't on the show. <laughs> yeah, you're still sending that though, Sam. You can you can t- you can stop it now. <laughs> I and, thought you uh, liked it. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm peckish, and um, <laughs> it's it's good to have a bag of brown every now. And, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Oh, by the way, someone actually got in touch with us this week and asked what a bag of brown is. I know we reference it a lot on the show, so I think maybe we should we explain or leave it a mystery? Well, I think it's I think it is quite a British thing as well, so I think it's appropriate that we do uh, discuss it now. A bag, a bag of brown is simply a bag of heroin or a bag or a bag of cra- or a bag of crack. I mean, I'm not saying that we've we've done it, we do it, but um, we're not saying we haven't uh, as well. But I, no, I, I heard, I heard once upon a, I heard it once upon a time, and I just thought it was hilarious. So um, yeah, hence, hence it's become one of our catchphrases here on United Kingdom. Yeah, I'm sorry, anyone, because we say it a lot. If they didn't know what it was, we probably should have explained. But we were on a night out, and I think you said it, Sam, and I just kept laughing, and then we haven't stopped <laughs> saying it since. Hopefully, one day, with the help of medication and a good therapist, we will stop saying it. But just to be clear, we don't take her- heroin, crack, bag of brown, anything <laughs> anymore. <laughs> we we might need to with two episodes a week because this is going to be a lot. But and also speak for yourself, Ed. It's not being funny. <laughs> I don't know where you get up to, but it's lock it's lockdown, honey. But I'm trying I'm trying to make a serious message here. Right, let me oh, finish sorry. this and we'll get into it. Right, 
So <laughs> a lot of you got in touch and even better, many of you have stuck with us for over a year now and over a hundred episodes and new people joined and you told your friends and people from Canada, America, from the Philippines, Australia, people have always got in touch and it's been so amazing to you and we're very grateful. You've helped us get a sponsor, get amazing guests and allowed us to keep doing this ridiculous show. So we want to thank you, but we have one thank more thing you, to ask you for and that is... Money. money. <laughs> no, we're not asking for money yet, but um, but please do share us on all your social medias. We want this um, series in to be even bigger than Donald Trump's ego. That's what we want. So shall we get on with recapping the show? Let's do it. I've made my speech. So first we have to do our famous rating system. <gasps> Famous, coined by United Queendom, out of out of what, Ed? <laughs> out of ten. <gasps> oh my days! <laughs> I, I watched a rival show this week, which is Bob the Drag Queen and Money Exchange do a show. I won't say the name because I'm not giving them any free advertising. But they <laughs> they rated the episode out of ten, so they will be hearing from my lawyers quite soon. <laughs> yep, we made that up. I'm not being funny. They have clearly stolen it, but we did it first, so it's our thing. Sam, what do you give the first episode of Drag Race UK series two? Uh, for a number of reasons, I'm going to give it a nine. <gasps> a nine? Is that your highest ever yeah. number? No, it's not. Well, that would be a ten. <laughs> I, said, well, I don't know if I... I, don't, I said it's like your highest number, not the highest number. I don't know if I've given any... Well, I know you gave um, a, a Canada Drag Race a ten. On the but, Snatch um, game, I'm gonna I give did. This, I'm giving it a nine simply because it is back to basics. It's British. It's it had everything I wanted from from a drag race episode. Um, I feel like because Rue is almost presenting this to a new audience, like a British audience. I mean, obviously not thinking that that the British people watch the other one. Um, <laughs> but it's like it's like all the old all the old tropes back. It's like what it's like watching an old series of um, the American one, but with British people. So I just I couldn't love it more other than giving it a ten, but I, I can't. <laughs> I couldn't love it more, but I'm not giving it four marks. I could, I could love it. I couldn't, I couldn't love it more, but I could. <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree. I think everything that was great about the first series, they've brought back and like amplified it. So the British yeah. charm is there, but in more. Um, again, I, I'm not going to give four marks. I think I'm going to give it an eight. So just under you. Uh, but that's very... not bad. That's not bad at all. Never bad to be under you, Sam. Um, oh, <laughs> sometimes bad Many to be people... behind you, depending on what you've eaten. But <laughs> <laughs> Many people have been under me before. <laughs> Too many to count. Crying. <laughs> right, so our first queen walks in, and it is our first ever Scottish queen. Hello! Hi, the new! Is that Lorraine Kelly having a stroke? Um... <laughs> oh my God, D don't announce that sort of thing here. Oh, God, sorry. Uh, uh, Lawrence Cheney. Lawrence Cheney! And um, she she says, I'd like the Loch Ness Monster. I'm a legend. Um, so, yeah, she's making history. Our first Scottish queen. What did you think? I love her. I think, um, so obviously we have, I mean, we've met them on Meet the Queens, hence the name of the show. But I think um, obviously <laughs> now, is, now is when we see them properly. We saw her in, you know, boy clothes and uh, still got kooky brows, which I loved. Um, no, I, I think she's great. She's got like a, a fuzzy sporran on the top of her head as well, which is um, obviously very, um, very Scottish. 
I thought the outfit was um, not that great for the first queen to enter the workroom. I thought they might have chosen someone with a, I don't know, the outfit was just a bit middle of the road, like Nan's couch type thing. Um, yeah, that is, I think that is what they're, they are going for queens that just look, um, they're not like, this, the whole thing about UK Drag Race, I think, is the, the fact that it is more in its infancy. Um, drag isn't anything like as popular over here as it is over there. So I think... Um, you know, they're all still a bit rapey around the edges and that's part of the charm. Yeah, that's true. I think the first episode of season one, actually, Bag of Chips entered first. I think maybe they like the first queen to be someone who is quintessentially British. Quintessentially British. <laughs> and I, the thing I wrote down as I was watching the episode was she had better do, it was fucking one of the years, disgusting. And then <laughs> lo and behold, it took a mere 20 minutes later for her to do it. So... I love, I do love a Scot. I lived with a Scottish girl in um, at university, actually, and she's, um, in fact, she reminds me a little bit of Lawrence Janey. <laughs> yeah, and she's dead now, but, um, yeah. <laughs> no, but I have amusing tales about her that we can, te- we can tell through the series. Oh, please do. And, but I'm going to be referencing the disgusting thing a lot, so if anyone doesn't get that meme, I mean, everyone's seen it, haven't they, at this point. Do we need to explain it? Can you explain it, please? I don't know what you mean. You don't know? I, I don't know what you mean. Ah, God, you don't know what you mean, me, Kevin e. Davenport. Oh my God, I just called her, <laughs> I just called her Kevin e. Davenport. <laughs> oh, I love Kevin e. Davenport. That's the British one. That's Kevin e. Davenport. <laughs> oh my God, sorry. She's, she's from Newport. <laughs> oh, fuck my drag, right? Um, right, let's, let's move on. We'll explain that meme another time because we're already um, escalating out of control. Next <laughs> next up, we have Cherry Valentine, who I swear used to host this podcast. And she um, <laughs> she, she walks in looking gorgeous with a headpiece, um, but then knocks it <laughs> straight away. <laughs> we're straight into British crapness from the word go. I love it. Well, they actually let her do it again, but it kind of defeats the purpose when they still show the mistake. So if you let probably, switch... They were probably like, we won't, we won't show the first one. Just just come in and do it again. I'm like, <laughs> okay, great, thanks. Do you know, <laughs> actually, there's a story I know about season four from Drag Race, which is Sharon Needles, she walked into the workroom, uh, her entrance, with a witch's hat. And when she walked in, it knocked off because of the door. And they <laughs> let her film it again, so that's why we don't see that. And that was when... The rest of the cast thought, oh, she's going to win because they wouldn't let anyone else refilm theirs. So, But surely, did anybody else make as much of a boo-boo, though? I think it was just Sharon. But then on this one, I think it was just Cherry. But the fact they've shown it maybe suggests that she's not pegged for a win. They're trying to make it more real, though. I don't think read too much into it. They're just trying to make it real. It's COVID. There's problems afoot. You just plough on through. Oh, yeah, you're right. I think that the British show is more has more room for that kind of gaff than the American mm. show. Gash. <clears throat> Gash. Um, but I, I hated her entrance line. So really, a lot about this entrance I did not like. She did the little poem, <laughs> Roses are red, violets are blue, I'm going to win Drag Race season two. <laughs> oh my God, she's a poet and she didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> None of us know it after that. I mean, it was a bit basic. <laughs> they have a long time to think of this line and it's just like, come on. Some of them, some of them aren't even lines. They're just, oh, I don't know. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I quite liked it. It was better than some of them did. Mm, I'd say it was the worst I've ever seen. But um, <laughs> she, um, she laughs like Davina De Campo. Have you noticed? She's got that. <laughs> so. uh, and also, when um, they 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 
I think, uh, yeah, no, I think it's in the um, next week bit. They have a bit of a voiceover and it's her voiceover. And I thought it was to be into the campaign as well. Yeah, they're very similar. So maybe they're she'll get same, to... They're from the same place. Do you know it's the same place I'm from? Is it? You so if you sound like them. Well, I've, I've broadcasted my accent. I've tried to make it neutral so people can understand it. Oh, you haven't done very well. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, she also, uh, Cherry does, um, delivers Botox and she's a mental health nurse. So, I mean... I like the whole 360 approach that she's saying, though. Like, you know, you've got mental health problems, you know, problems with your looks, Instagram problems. I'll fix you up. And then um, and then also deal with your problems afterwards. I, I love that. It's it's a very it's a very, you know, 2021 sort of way of looking at things. The, the, the cause <laughs> of and solution to all of your problems. Yeah, you used to have to learn to sew to be a drag queen. Now you have to learn to deliver Botox and give therapy <laughs> on the road. Yes. Um, next up we get Tia Coffee Which I still maintain is the best drag name I've ever heard, I think Apart from amazing. Vaseline Dion Which is another good one <laughs> um, What did you think of her entrance? Um, I loved the entrance I mean, like, part of the entrance to me is, As well is that seeing them finally In boy drag as well I think like the, the, the two sort of go hand in hand I mean, like, that massive wig is comedy gold. Um, she's she's got a very sort of you know Diana Ross look going on, and she's clearly mm. super tall. Yeah, and she tries to do like a a jokey non-reveal, didn't mm. she? Where she pulls a dress away, but then nothing happens. But I don't know if it quite. She quite fell a bit it flat. Off. Fell a bit flat. She literally didn't pull it off. <laughs> Unlike her hair, it was flat. Um, <laughs> and then she describes herself as a lovely brown caffeinated beverage. Mm-hmm. And how oh. do we like our brown Sam? Uh, in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's two mentions already. Woo, woo, woo. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> ding, more like ding, ding. Oh, but never mind. <laughs> they, they set up kind of, I don't know if this is going to be a storyline or if I'm reading too much into it, but they talk about um, Clapham gays and East London queens and talking about how they're different. Is this something you've been aware of before? Um, yes, actually, I would say, because I do find Clapham gays to be a little bit more cliquey. Uh, East London yes. gays. Um, East London gays quite, you know. Um, you were talking about. I mean, this is the thing that I love about UK drag race is that we're already because we're British, we're brought into it. Do you know what I mean? Because they're like, I'm from Philadelphia, or I'm from Atlanta, the Atlanta scene, la da da da. Like with, with yeah. this, like <clears throat> with this, like we've either been to the clubs they're talking about, we've seen the scene they're talking about, and it's um. I think it makes it much more personal and you can sort of like laugh along as opposed to be like, <laughs> what? Yeah, we're not learning. We already know. So like, yes. class, I think like East London gay is more like glittery, hipstery, druggy. Mm. And then Clapham is like <laughs> more like tight t-shirt muscles and white mm. teeth. Would that mm. be fair to say? Uh, well, I think, I mean, the obviously difference isn't that huge. Things is there are only plus two different sides of London, but I think... Um, yeah, mm. yeah, I, definitely, definitely the white teeth. You'll get you. I, I think with East London gays, you'll get much more of your um, the scene. Like you know, everyone's a bit much more alternative. Where I think with Clapham, they're much more um, you know your standard gay look. 
but the thing that brings us all together is sexually transmitted diseases. That's across the board, I think. <laughs> Literally um, across the board. <laughs> and next up, we so they do set up this thing of Clapham versus East London, and then the next queen is an East London queen, which is Bimini oh, Bamboulash. They did it on purpose, and you could, and literally <clears throat> falls into exactly what I just said. Bimini Bamboulash. Oh god, yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, kind of like edgy, like probably. I mean, like last year's East London Queen was Crystal, so she's more mm. kind of alternative, uh, fringe, and I think Bimini's going for that. But she seems to be branding herself very much as vegan, so that's her thing. Uh, well, that's Trey East London, obviously. Loads of vegan calves, loads of this, loads of that, and what? A lot of falafel. A lot of falafel. A lot of falafel. Falafel. I just think it's, it's a new level of falafel. I just think that it, they and, and they do look quite out of drag. They look very much like they do in drag. Yeah, <laughs> Not a great and, deal of difference. And that is a read. Let's be honest, Sam. That's a read. Oh, um, the library is open. <laughs> I didn't know you could read. Um, can I just, can I just tell you? Can I just tell you something? Lols, a friend of mine went to an STI clinic. Very recently, I'm going to is say this Is this a friend week. or is this you? No, it really is a friend. And um, they went to the STI clinic in Hartford, I think it is. And it, it actually is um, the old library. Which oh, is, really? <laughs> which is, I don't know if that's funny or just plain old tragic. I was like, you can, I think you can go there and find out and read up about all the diseases you might have. <laughs> you find out that you've got gonorrhea and when you gasp, they go, shh, be quiet. <laughs> this is a former <laughs> library. <laughs> This is a library. <laughs> the library is closed. Um, <laughs> but the SCI clinic's open. <laughs> and speaking of diseases, next up we have Ginny Lemon. Um, she... <gasps> oh my God. The tea. Uh, <laughs> no, she, I mean, she's just immediately like iconic in a way, isn't she? Like even if she just oh, walked God. in and walked back out, we would never forget her. And she's already got the probably the best catchphrase of the season, which is Hiya Babs, fancy a slice Which I think <laughs> Slice and and also she's got the same ropey old blonde mullet as the as the one that just walked in. Oh really? <laughs> but she's got it as part of a whole lemon branded look, and this is the second lot of lemon branding we've had this year. We had it from Canada as well. I know, but this lemon looks like literally it's been sat out rotting for a good month. <laughs> the kind that they put out for the tequila shots, but um, <laughs> yes. but but clearly she's not wanting to be the fashion queen. She's wanting to be the bag of chips, the personality, the that. Oh kind no, of queen. and she's and she's and she's great. I think she's super funny, and I love that she says pig in a wig. I mean, I wrote in my notes Sue Pollard, and then she said Sue Pollard. So um, I, exactly, yeah. But then she's running around screeching, and I'm just like, whoa, she really is on crack or something. I mean, she just she's just she's obviously you know feeling her oats, and I think. This is the quint quintessential that if um, American drag queens were like, oh my god, have you seen UK Drag Race? They would show they would show her entrance and her and be like, oh my god. Well, Sam Dowler is criticising someone for running around screeching. So if that's not the pot calling the kettle black, I honestly, what a hit. Then call me black. <laughs> call you um, Joe Black. I know we've already had her. Um, Next up, we have Trixie Mattel, I mean, um, Ellie Diamond, who... Is, <laughs> Trixie Mattel. <laughs> for a second, I would... Well, she looked like Trixie. She looked like Trixie and Scaredy Cat and had a baby. Yeah, definitely. That fu those, those funny look, the funny eyes. The funny, funny eyes um, from Dundee. That's just the way they're born mm. there. Um, Dundee. So we get two Scots. 
And I know when Lawrence's Lawrence's face drops, I love it. Drops I want more it, than it's dropped already. Wanted to be the only Scot in the village, but uh, okay. um, they say that they're friends, but it's um, it's not very convincing. I don't think. But they do say, oh, she's like, oh, she's done my wigs, and like, and there's, I mean, there's, I have noticed that with, with when they all get together, she's like, oh yeah, she's won some of my clothes. Wait, why am I speaking in American accent? She's won, <laughs> yeah, she's won some of my clothes. She's um, I've she's done my wig, I've done makeup, blah blah blah. blah. That's, I mean. That's that's quite nice, and it sort of brings them together. Yeah, and do you know actually, Sam? Someone recently, I forget who it was. I'm not just protecting my sources. They spoke about you to me, and they thought you were from Liverpool. <laughs> and the, oh fuck! The reason is, <laughs> the reason is because you used to do an impression of Liverpudlian so much that it actually took over your regular voice. I did. That's true. So often I would use a Scouse accent. That you, that people thought that your real voice was an impression and that was your bass voice. Uh... <laughs> oh, God. Who re- was it? Who was it? Name your source. I can't remember who it was, but when I next see the person, I bet it'll come up and I'll text you. <laughs> um, but I bring it up now because we have our queen from Liverpool, which is Sister Sister. Who, ironically, not sound, ironically sounding a lot less like Liverpool than my alter ego. <laughs> and she enters with a blue mouth. A fucking blue mouth. <laughs> oh, that was a terrible scouse so, accent. So, did someone say, it's a fucking blue mouth. And someone said that she was suck, sucking, sucking up a smurf, which I did like. She was rimming a smurf, yeah, before she came in. Um, but yeah, I, did, I don't get why... I mean, it was it looked cool, but I just wondered what the story was behind it. Does it need did a story? You like her, did, did you like her opening phrase? Um, what did she say again? I've forgotten. It's not as big as a Mauritania. I love that. What is a Mauritania? No, it's the uh, it's the line that Kate Winslet says in Titanic when she arrives at the she arrives at the Titanic. She's about to go on board, and she goes, "But it doesn't look as big as the Mauritania." Which oh is my huge ship! God, I can't believe there was a Titanic reference. I didn't care. I actually feel really ashamed of myself now. You should do. You must. Have, you've already seen it enough times. Bitch, I watch it every year, and I would watch. It, I want to watch it more than once a year, but I actually like ration it out so it never loses impact. Because well, Mauritania, Mauritania is actually like a colo- colonial name for one of the African countries. I forget which, which is terrible of me. But like that. But the reason I say that is because I should. I know it more from the reference from the Titanic than from actually the name of it. But she's referencing what Kate Winslet says in the Titanic. Yes, she is. So is that maybe why her mouth is blue? Because it's referencing like her freezing in the water. Oh, I don't know. That's a, that's a lot. Of, that's a, um, you're reading a lot into it there. I am reading a lot into it. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Next up, we have Taze. Taze, 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 Taze. Taze, Taze, Taze. Beauty Taze. Um, <laughs> she says this doesn't look like Barbie Island, but it sure will do. Barry what? Island. Does she say bad? Oh, because she's from Wales. Why yes. Why am I not catching any of these references? <laughs> They're catchphrases, but you ain't caught any of them, babes. <laughs> I thought it Barbie Island was like some place where they made all the Barbies. Maybe you should call them Miss Phrases. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good drag name, Miss Phrases. Um, <laughs> so this doesn't look like Barry Island, but it's... Sh- oh, okay, see, and because she didn't really have a Welsh accent, does she? No, a soft I mean, one. The, the, the thing is, uh, why aren't these people more stereotypical? <laughs> <laughs> like we are. <laughs> I know. And she's she's coming on from Liverpool and she doesn't speak like proper. What's going on? Well, she, she and she's you at every turn. 
again, she's uh, making history, the first Welsh queen. And yeah. actually, I wasn't that familiar with most of this cast before seeing um, the season. But Taste was one I had written about before because I once did an article uh, mm. before season one even came out, which was like for a gay website called Means Happy. And they asked oh, me cool. to, to find like high profile queens that might be cast on Drag Race. Oh, and, okay. And I managed to not pick any that ended up being cast on season one. But <laughs> the one queen who has now been cast from my very shitty list was Tace. So I was aware of her. Um, yes. So claps at for last. me. <laughs> claps. Claps for you at last. <laughs> Stop trying to give yourself claps just because you missed all the catchphrases. <laughs> do, do you know any Welsh words, Sam? Um, yeah. <laughs> do you know any English words? <laughs> I was going to say, I was going well, to, I nearly said, why are you? But that's Geordie. Um, I'm going <laughs> to say, you know, cause I know, because I can do Welsh. I can do, well, um, I just need to, what do you, what you, what you know? Still going oh. back to Geordie. Oh, what's occurring? I can only do that. I what's occurring? I'm from where? I'm from Wales. I'm from Barry's Island. It's My not family. bad. Do you know what I've wrote in the notes Feel later? Feel free to cut any of this out, Moon. <laughs> I've written in the notes later on. I can't believe RuPaul is still trying to do a British accent, and then oh, he no, is, no. and it's he still- has us <laughs> doing every. <laughs> terrible versions of every other accent in the UK. Also, also his accent is terrible. <laughs> Well, we shall get to her. We've got one last queen. Uh, oh, no, we've got two. Um, yeah. Joe jo Black is next. and Four, she... actually. Four more. Oh, shit. Sorry, I didn't scroll far <laughs> enough. <laughs> Ed's still working out how to use scroll. <laughs> uh, Joe Black comes in looking, I think, amazing. This is probably my favourite entrance look. I, um, I, I think amazing as well, but I, I, 30, no. I know that's a bit shocking, isn't it? She doesn't read as thirty, but sometimes people's drag characters are older than their real age. No, but then you see out of drag. I think. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not being funny. I'm not being funny, but so- sometimes a lifetime of being in Brighton does that. So maybe she needs a meeting with Cherry for the but the Botox and the is it Cherry yeah. with the Botox? I'm getting them all mixed up now. It Bimini, is, yeah, and I think yeah, Bimini poppity boo. I think. Um, <laughs> I think I think so. Black looks great and really exciting. And then she said she'd been doing it for thirteen years, so she was seventeen when she started. Wow! And she said, "I love." Th- I did get this reference. Bear with. Oh. She she <laughs> said, "God, Glenn Close looks rough." Um, obviously, that's an easy reference because she names the reference. Who's <laughs> 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 subtle? What I meant I'm, was... I'm really proud you got. I'm really proud you got that one. She's referencing Glenn Close. No, but but she's dressed similar to Sunset Boulevard, which she... Yes. Uh, so, and I do know Sunset Boulevard because I've seen it on Broadway, actually, darling. Oh, Broadway. Well, she's, she's definitely doing that... Um... <clears throat> That sort of like part. Maybe that's why I was. Maybe that's why I thought. Oh, she's not thirty because she's doing that sort of past it glamour Hollywood, Hollywood princess sort of you know gone bad. Oh yeah, that's the character in Sunset Boulevard. It's like an aging <laughs> exactly. Hollywood starlet. But exactly. you know what I wrote because I wrote my notes as I watched the episode. I wrote winner under Joe Black. Which... <laughs> you are on form this week. <laughs> I have a long history of being really bad at picking winners on Drag Race, and this season is no exception. Remind um, me not to go to the dog races with you, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
we next up we get Veronica Green, who comes in looking like a tall Courtney act, I thought. Um, she says she's got a purple gown on, and she says she goes from Gollum to Gorgeous. Yay, Lord of the Rings reference. Oh, oh I got that one. <laughs> oh, thank God. And I think she looks but good. I, but I, do you know, I love the fact that she said that, though, because she does look gorgeous, and then out of... And then out of drag, she does it like Gollum. So I think it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, I do. Yeah, I guess she does. <laughs> Just like really pale, pale, so pale. She's sort of kind of greeny and like little, little, you know, little sort of miniature features and glasses and like sort of. No, he's chasing a ring. Yeah, I can see yeah. it. Um, I kind of thought with her, she, in the um, confessionals, she was stumbling over the questions and like, seemed a bit uncomfortable with the whole thing and I kind of was thinking maybe she's going to be first to leave. That's what I wrote. Um, I did think she didn't have a lot of confidence. I thought yeah. um, I thought her look was great and I thought, um, I thought you know, and obviously think of the whole episode, I thought she did really well over the whole episode but I think, especially what she was saying was... <laughs> I know, and I think also the first bit of meanness as well. She was like, oh my God, I'm a fan of yours. I'm a fan of yours. And they were like, oh, we're not a fan of yours. (laughs) All right, bitch. (laughs) That is also a very Courtney act. That's what she was like on season six with uh, Jocelyn Fox. Jocelyn Fox loved her and she was just like, "Mm." (laughs) they dismiss him. Yeah. Um, Another rude one, Astina Mandela. Rude! That's literally her entrance line. Rude. And um, she was giving me... I actually wrote down she was giving me Naomi Campbell vibes, which is funny because of obviously later she then... What happens, yes. ...does it. But I also wrote... She kind of reminded me of Dieter Ritz from... Dieter Ritz from season four. And also yeah. she looks a bit like Fleur East, I thought. I know, she does. I mean, I think she's I think she's gorgeous, frankly. I think she's Oh, gorgeous. she is. And one of the ones that looks really good out of drag as well. She's cute, definitely. She's the cutest mm. boy, probably. Yep. And she uh, straight away describes herself as like a lip sync assassin. And they also yep. set up like a rivalry with her and Taste being the two dancing divas. So, mm-hmm. so I thought there's kind of a storyline being set up here that maybe is like our version of Coco versus Alyssa, versus Alyssa Edwards. Yeah, yeah. Because we didn't really get a feud in the last UK season. We had Davina versus Vivian, but most of that happened after the show and it was just a little yeah. argument. But I think this one, we want a big bad feud. Want a big bad blowout. And I think we're going to get it. Yeah! And next up we have uh, another queen who I had heard of, a horror. A horror. A horror the explorer. <laughs> I had heard of her because <clears throat> actually Charlie tipped her last year many times as like a queen to watch out for for the second season. So maybe oh. it's on, on Charlie's recommendation she got on. Oh, sorry. We'll bring Charlie back then. Why don't you? Oh, God, you're so sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to turn this car around and go home if you're going to carry on like that. Are we there yet? And she comes in dressed like Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. I love I love that look. It was re- it was totally like a hoary Dorothy. Like knee-high um, ruby <laughs> slips. Loved she, it. She might have been better coming as the Wicked Witch, given what we see later, because she seems mm. to be maybe shaping up to be the villain. Um, yep. And uh, as soon as she walks in, we hear Tia whispering, like, I've heard terrible things. And <laughs> I know, I love that. <laughs> That's so perfect. As well, it's just, also, they just, it's like... It is almost like season two of like Big Brother. <laughs> oh my god, here we go! Um, because they, 
Because they, they do a lot of whispering, thinking that the, that the cameras aren't on them. The cameras are always on you, idiots. <laughs> she, um, well, actually, the bitchiest season of the US uh, version is season two. So if this mm. show is going to follow the trajectory of, like, first season is about celebrating drag, second mm-hmm. is the bitchiest season ever, then maybe that's Yay, what we're getting. Yay, then I am here for it. Me too with you. Me too and me too as well. And then we get Rue coming on doing the British accent, which I've now realised we cannot critique. And <laughs> she Also, brings... can I ask you can I ask you a Rue question? Yes. So, yes. <laughs> um, so so obviously um season thirteen is going on simultaneously. Is that oh, the yeah. same outfit? And did she did she film all of those um, idents in the same outfit for all the um, for all the videos? It's the same wig and the same outfit as, as season thirteen on the on the um, messages. I think she did. I think she gets into drag and films basically every video for the whole year for Canada for Drag Race Holland. For, <laughs> yeah, because the Canada one was the same. Was that gold sort of wig, wasn't it? That gold. That yes. Yeah, Rue does not like getting into drag, and she so when she when she gets into drag, she's like, right, start the cameras rolling, get let's milk this cow, <laughs> and we don't mean Michelle. Canada done, London done, <laughs> another club, another club. Ah <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> and then she brings out the new Brit crew. The Brit crew. I didn't know either of these. I knew one of them last year, but neither of these two. I did. I know. Well, they've got ri- they've got rid of the old ones, and we love the old ones because we had them on the show. Which, guys, if you haven't checked out our Brit crew special, now over a year old, it's a fun interview. But I have to say, these, this has Brit- it has it has it um <laughs> has it passed the test of time? I'm not sure. <laughs> Will it ever? I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Um, but this Brit crew, I, I like the fact they're more manly because the ones, the last year yes. ones, they were like camper than the cast. And, mm. and so, um, but I do wonder why they were cut um, or uncut. Well, I think, don't they just change, they, I think they change them every year, don't they? They do with the American ones. I mean, there's, I mean, there's enough buff boys around to give everyone a chance, surely. In the American one, they've had ones that have been there for years and years. Um oh. And one, did one of them, and one of them got kicked out and then turned up on Dragula. Is that right? I haven't seen Dragula, but that sounds right. What, turned up as a contestant? <clears throat> no, turned up as one of the sort of Dragula crew, the sort of pit crew version. Oh, they have a And they did a whole scene where they're bringing him back to life because he's dead. Oh, shit guy. Um, well, the only one who they brought back this time is Ashraf, who we remember. So he's there. But the rest are all new. And I do think they're hot. So I'm here for it. But um, What do you mean the rest? We only saw two. There was four, wasn't there? Oh, no. <laughs> was There was two in the Wimbledon challenge. But didn't they bring out more before? Oh, do you know? What? I thought they were the same two on both. Do you know what? We probably had had a drink and we've seen double. It's happened before. I don't, I, I don't see pit crew. I just see people. <laughs> um, and we just saw balls, mainly. They squeezed every, yeah, just definitely saw balls. every ball joke possible out of this mini challenge, which is to uh, do a photo shoot against a Wimbledon backdrop. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I mean, as I said before, it was back to basics, back to the old school, like the, the, the photo shoot... I mean, it was it was it was brilliant. Well, you know, it's my dream to go to Wimbledon. Literally, my main dream in life is to attend. You know, that's where I, that's where I'd been before I came to say, see you at Celine. I know I was seething. 
<laughs> I'm sleething. It's my dream to get in the box, and it's mm, never happened. Well, maybe maybe next year, because I don't think this year will be happening. Uh, so I don't think we need to go through every single one of their mini challenges, because it's mostly just no. balls. Yeah, um, highlights maybe. Who stood out to you? Um, I thought... Uh, <laughs> I thought Sue Pollard was good. I mean, <laughs> she, was, she was quite comedy, Jeannie Lemon. and um, She didn't really do anything, but she didn't really have to. She... I th- but the weird, the weird thing was, it was there was... <laughs> There was lots of um, mismatched um, makeup, like face to legs or arms to legs. It was that was, I don't know. I thought that was that was quite a very very UK drag race because there was there was certainly not a lot of um, polish going on. But I thought I thought it was really good, and I actually thought um, Joe Black really did really well. But there were so many good uh, references. Uh, RuPaul referenced Clueless as well, obviously, which I just love. Oh yeah, there goes your social life. Um, and also ball and also balls flying at your face, yeah. And I thought a couple of the queens gave me red flags because um Tace was just like t- both Tace and Astina were just modelling. And it's like when balls are being shot at you, you kinda have to make it funny. Like that's not a time to be seriously posing. Uh so I thought this is <laughs> <I> a ch- <laughs> Yes, you're right. <laughs> I always find it funny when they're doing something stupid like this and they're like, No no, 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 I really need to take it seriously. It's like <laughs> really? <laughs> they're throwing massive balls at you. And then um and then is it Ellie? Is it Ellie Diamond who? Um, yeah. No, it's not Ellie Diamond. Who's the one that gets the balls caught in her hair? <laughs> that was Tia. <laughs> Tia Kofi. Tia Kofi. Like, like her hair must be literally sucking, sucking up balls like a vortex. She's like, the... oh, <laughs> <That's> brilliant. <laughs> but she should have made that more of a feature then. Like, work with what yeah, happened. Laughed about it, but she just felt awkward. And um, and that's why I think the winner of the mini challenge was Lawrence, mm. not because obviously she didn't. The photo wasn't good, but because she made Rue laugh by like saying, Do, get a Scottish queen on, they said. It'll be funny, they said. And like, that's. <laughs> so I think. Yeah, and do you know what? And that's what I, do you know what I have to say. I, I feel like Rue laughed a lot in this episode, like more than in the American one. She just finds British, the <clears throat> accent so funny. You don't really have to say anything, you just have to say something. Well, that's the opposite of what I said. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, that's, I mean, I find that I find that a lot with Americans when they're like, oh, my God, you're so funny. And you're like, I'm, I'm just reading the, the menu. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what happened to me once. The first was it the first time I met Alan Carr or the second time? And we were at an event <laughs> and he was going, oh, you know, it's raining outside. And I started laughing. Was, Why are you laughing? I'm not. And I was like, oh, God, I am just laughing at your voice. I'm not actually laughing <laughs> at the content. I'm really sorry, but I couldn't help it. Um, so we now find out what the maxi challenge is, which is they're going to portray British gay icons on the runway. So, Sam, who would you oh do? Oh, my God. Oh, who would I do? Well, this is the thing for like icons. Well, does it have to be female? <laughs> well, someone does David Bowie, so no. Well, but... I think I would. I think maybe I would come on as. Um, I'd maybe do like an Annie Lennox from Eurythmics, like. You that... know, um, like really drag that up, like short hair and, you know, quite manly, but also very feminine. That's a really good choice. Androgyny, mm. like the Sweet Dreams yeah. video where she had the short ginger hair and the intense yeah. makeup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think I'd go down the blonde bombshell look, so something like Myra Hindley, maybe. Um... <laughs> <laughs> 
I think I would do full on Rose West. I mean, the glasses, <laughs> the padding. I mean, and yeah, the the padding, the hair in like a very you know shaggy perm, very much so. Entrails coming off my shoes. <laughs> God. And speaking of entrails, I did actually put that I would do Kate Bush, but then fucking Ginny stole my idea. And terribly, I might add. Oh, well, we'll get to that. But I mean, Mm. she technically did it first because they filmed it last year and I've just wrote it today. (laughs) She stole your idea. (laughs) But we have to mention as well, because I don't know when this is. So you know about the whole thing of this season was interrupted halfway through. Because of COVID. Oh, so, oh, so, um, oh, so the, did they change all the judges' panels and all that? So basically, I, f- I can't remember when they were originally filming it, but they were filming it. And then because of COVID, they stopped filming it. And then they carried on six months later. So this season is not filmed chronologically. And apparently some of the queens, like, came back and had gained weight and stuff. And, like... <laughs> well, lockdown lard. I mean, that is fair enough. So we're going to see one episode where everyone suddenly looks very different. <laughs> so... <laughs> And they've suddenly got like, you know, perspex partitions between each of the judges. Exactly. I mean I, wonder, I mean, I wonder if they'll reference it. I mean, they must do. They have to. I think they'll have to. This type of show always self-references and makes fun of things. So to just mm. not mention it would be weird. And another thing, um, I think you must have seen this, Sam, but that we found out this week is that this season, uh, one of the queens swore RuPaul and, st- and stormed off the stage. <gasps> no, I didn't see that. It was a Daily Star exclusive, so you know it's true. But um, it was... <laughs> but I think it is true. It came from uh, Ed Gleave, so he's not usually one to make up stories. I wouldn't have thought. How um, would he? I mean, I guess he. I guess he would. Maybe he's got you know friends in the know. But what does it? I mean, what does it mean? Are, they, are we going to see that, or have they cut it out? Well, that's the thing. We don't know yet. I have a feeling. I don't know, they usually, anything that makes Rue look bad, they would cut out. But this sounds like a big dramatic moment. And they're probably, I, th- I have a feeling maybe it's a horror. And that's why she's already getting such a bad edit. And they're going to mm. set it up uh, to be. <laughs> I just see that she's a fucking witch. Because at the end of the day, I think if they did, you know, if they did <clears> show it, then it's obviously, it would always be a learning moment for Rue. I mean, if he gets shouted out, then he can be like, all I want to say as queens is that like, you know, I always except eventing and like you know remember when that remember when um tyra banks had that massive shouting match with that um like it's always it's we always were ex- rooting for you he's, he's like, <laughs> you have no idea a- where i came from what i've been through <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you seen it i watched it the other day <laughs> um but it's always a teachable moment do you know what i mean well, I mean, we kind of had a hint of this in season seven because RuPaul, the first queen to really go for her was Pearl and she mm. obviously gave her a bit of sass, but Ru still kept mm. her on the show to the finale. But mm. then since then, Pearl has been... Yeah, she was probably <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, stay, stay, stay. Stab, stab! <laughs> when the cameras are off. Um, yeah. United Queendom! And we have a special treat for you, which is some of the queens from last season are going to share with us their thoughts on what they thought of Drag Race UK Series 2, Episode 1. So here's a little compilation of a few familiar faces and what they thought of it. Enjoy. I thought Joe Black should have stayed. I don't think he should have been in the bottom. Joe Black should get another chance. No, he looks so stunning as well. Like, honestly, his P- Brighton Pavilion look was probably one of my favourites. So I know fuck all about Drag Race. This entrance look, I'm not like a Joe Black stand by any means, but like, he shouldn't have been in the bottom. Uh, out of the bottom three, I reckon it would have been... I thought it was going to be Sister and Bimini. Also, Bimini shouldn't have been there either, but whatevs. 
Super exciting. That was a great episode. I'm not 100% on the judging. I think some of that was a bit skew if. Um, but, you know, quite often we see that with the first episode anyway, that the, the judging is, there's so many looks and people for them to look at that they just don't always uh, clock things, I think, properly. Um, but it's, I think it's going to be a really interesting and exciting series. Woo! Hi, it's Vinegar Stroke. So I've just watched episode one of season two of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. And you know what? I absolutely loved it. First of all, massive shout out to Tia Coffee and Veronica Green, my two best mates. I've known Veronica for 10 years and Tia for 10 minutes. Uh, but those are my two closest, nearest and dearest mates. And I thought they both came across amazing. Um, I love the outfit. I thought the fashion of this season already, you can tell that it's been upped from season one a hundred percent um i love what a lot of these girls were wearing um you know looking at even just the entrances um i absolutely loved um I loved um, Ellie Diamond, just literally blew me away. So I'm really excited to see what she's going to bring to the competition. I thought her runways were incredible. Um, I absolutely loved... Um Oh, God, who else did I love? I really liked um, Astina's um, outfits as well. I know a lot of people, people were saying, oh, she, it was a bit bit simplistic, but actually I thought she pulled it off and it really was kind of rung true to who she was. And I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed that braided wig as well. So that was a really good wig. Um, yeah, I thought everyone brought their A game, 100%. Um, my front runners, who are my front runners for the moment? It's hard to tell because obviously it's only episode one. But for me at the moment, the person really sticking out um for all the good reasons um is Lawrence Cheney. I think Lawrence Cheney is so funny. I love their talking heads. It's so funny. I, I was doubled over laughing uh, with some stuff they were coming out with. Um I love Eddie Diamond. Um and obviously Tia and Veronica as well. So yeah, but for me, the front runners for now are definitely Eddie Diamond and uh, Lawrence Cheney. The Scottish ones, who knew? <laughs> I do love Haggis, so it makes sense. So yeah, I can't wait to see what happens um, over the next few episodes um, and see who see who rises to the top and who might, you know, fall flat on their ass. Um so yeah, very excited. So yay! Congratulations to everyone on season two. Um and let's see who wins this thing. I'm excited. Yay! We talked for so long on this episode because there was so much to get into that we had to split it into two parts. So that was the end of part one and please make sure to click over to hear the rest of part two.